This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We listen to Just Like Heaven by Brandon Lake. (laughs) And we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Hard. Consider the source. Hey. God, consider the source. It's me. How dare you? It's me. I'm a fan of my mom. Consider the source. God has given you a sword that can break powers that are holding you back. You have a sword that can unleash your dreams, unlock your potential thrust you to a new level. Take it out of its sheath and start swinging it. I am blessed. I am prosperous. I am healthy, strong, forgiven, favored. I am more than a conqueror. You keep swinging your sword like that and you'll see God (laughs) do things you couldn't do. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm unsheathed tonight. (laughs) I'm Caroline. And we're here to have some good Christian fun. Caroline, how's your sword? I usually ask, how's your heart? But how's your sword? It's, friggin', it's a dangalangin'. Swinging and a ringing. <laughs> Swagging. <laughs> dropping it. Caroline, it. it's, it's our great. first episode of June. So, uh, you know, what? tis the season. Tis the damn season. Tis the season, yes. Who uh, knew that Joel Osteen would go out on that stage and say, Hey, y'all, it's horny summer 2021. <laughs> Unsheath that sword. Was that y'all. a recent sermon? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. The clip uh, that I got it from is from 2021. Oh, my gosh. You think Joel. it seems it seems recent for the level of innuendo you're saying or the. Yeah, I guess so. Well, and also, I mean, clearly. Joel has allowed culture to infiltrate him and the world to basically mm. influence his preaching at this point. So okay. I'm a little worried, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, the horny culture of, it, of summer. It would be funny if, uh, yes, and it is an overwhelming culture that everyone's being influenced by right now, but it would be funny if every time we checked in with Lakewood, it was like, you know, like turning a water to a boil slowly. It was just like 4% hornier each time where he's like, just take your sword, y'all. God doesn't care if you're lukewarm, if you're hot, if you're cold. He just cares if you're wet. (laughs) (laughs) And then by the end of 2021, it's just like full on and orgiastic. Like, Uh, oh, that would be great. Yeah, I mean, I hope hope so for Victoria's (laughs) sake and all those nice parishioners. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the movies, and the music, and the entertainment made for, made by, made about. Christians and Christian folk, but we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church as Caroline is in her virtual background today. I am. Perhaps in a church of of a mega variety. We're just here to have fun. And we're kicking off our first, you know, our first real summer 
episode with a song that itself is very how would you describe it what's what's a good adjective for the kind of song that this is oh it just makes you want to act up poolside i'll tell you what (laughs) (laughs) like poolside and palm springs like go to the ace hotel you're not staying there but you pretend that you are just because the pool scene is so good you're feeling sloppy Uh of course so it's like a sloppy this (laughs) this christian song is a sloppy ace hotel scam (laughs) uh poolside jam and yeah. we're going to need some sloppy, scammy friends to talk about it with. So let's introduce those folks right now. Folks, they've been on the show before a couple of times. You may know them from their podcast, Mega. And you can check them out yeah, pretty much everywhere. Give it up for Holly Laurent and Greg. Hey! What's up? Hey. <laughs> Blessed, blessed, blessed. Bless bless, 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 bless. Woo! Let's go around the, the horn high. and all bless each other. Bless, okay, bless, Carolina, bless, bless, bless you. Holly, Kevin, I bless, bless you. you. Greg, I bless, bless you. you. Bless you. Kevin, I bless you. Do y'all remember what the call to action was when you were a kid? When it was like, what was it when you were a kid? Say hi to someone you haven't said hi to before. Yeah, terrifying moment. I hated it. Or did you ever go to one of those small churches that was like, stand up if this is your first time? And it was like, why? Oh, why? Shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then I would go to some churches where I found out that there was kind of like a routine that people did. Like you asked people how they were doing at some churches. In some churches, it was just shake a hand, don't even say your name, sit down, you know? Yes. That's, that was a whiplash for me. I didn't always know what was going to happen. Did you ever have a double up of like peace be with you, also with you, and have to stand? And you, how, you know, do you, if, how do you do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always down. Kind of, it turns into the you, state of the union with how much do? people are sitting down and standing totally. up. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess we're doing Maybe it. Maybe that's all over because of pandemics. Maybe we never have to like shake or hug or anything in church again. Yeah. Oh, Greg, Fam- have you been seeing what's going on in Famously, churches in the pandemic? congregations <laughs> across the country have all altered and changed their behavior. A lot of Huge the modifications it's, on they their really part. Were, they were, really were at the forefront of, you know, just being safe. And yeah. I think they'll probably yeah. continue that. Cutting edge. Kind uh-huh. of thought leaders. Now, I used to gripe about the sort of frivolity of that exchange of like, just say hi to someone. Say you're glad to see them, blah, blah, blah. And then I started attending on a semi-regular basis, a kind of lefty progressive church where the MO instead was at that break time, get into a small group of three or four people and answer the question on the screen. And the question would be like, what's your biggest struggle? Right? What's oh. your relationship like with your dad? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, well, okay. <laughs> so it was definitely like a zag to the zig that we grew up with. But it's one of those things where it's like, well, I guess I wanted this in theory. Let's try it. And sometimes it's successful. Sometimes it's not. Made hey some guys, friends welcome made some to uh, Renegade Church. And up on the screen, we've got a question. And today it's, what's your favorite IPA? So everybody <laughs> just like pass that it's, around. It's the cafe gratitude of churches. Yeah, really Have you is. ever been yes, to cafe yeah, gratitude? Yeah, 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 where they do a little question at the top or whatever. Yeah, I am yes. beautiful. Well, the sandwiches would be called like, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am yeah. worthy. I believe I in powerful. myself, hummus. Yes. Yeah. And then I the server it. like drops your waters and was like, the question for you two to discuss today is what is passion and walks away and you're like um wait can we get chase sticks or is this like a healthy place or ice yeah. i'm passionate about apps can we I get am perfect apps? the way i am chicken crispers for the table please i accept my body shrimp basket 
<laughs> oh, gracious. I love that gimmick. I think that's a great theme. Yeah. No, I, yeah, we can build a church around this. I, I, it turns out you can build a church around anything if you try hard yeah. enough. Uh, yeah. Just ask really not that difficult. the notorious PMD, Pastor Mark Dressel. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the uh, theme of his church, Kevin? The theme is uh, sweat and hardship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or police state tactics, yeah. I guess, yeah. is also one. Yeah. 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 The sweat Surveillance. is authoritarianism. Yeah, that's the theme. <laughs> it's just, yeah, living in a police state. Uh, but we're delighted to have y'all back after it's been a couple years since you both been I know, it's on. been crazy. Uh, well, wait, this last year didn't count. Let's just say it's been a year and then we had a brief pause. Sure, and then yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're catching But up. honestly, it's irritating because I feel like you two are both better looking than you've ever been. <laughs> Shut up, you stop that. Y'all are, y'all are looking good. Okay, what is The this? pandemic treated you right. <laughs> That is annoying. You cannot come out of this looking better than you I did. I know. I'm uglier oh on the gosh. inside. <laughs> okay, good. 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 <laughs> I know. But there's a weird thing. Maybe it's different as a, you know, I am the minority on this call. I am a single person on this call. But maybe it's different when you start getting public validation for a physical change that you've done. Because another friend of mine went this where he started doing his hair in a different way. He's like, well, I guess I have to keep it this way forever. And the mm-hmm. same way with the beard that I grew in the middle of the pandemic last year, where I'm like, well, I guess I have no say in the matter anymore. I'm keeping yeah, it. you're a beard guy now. I don't want to be like a little rat face cretin like I was before. <laughs> like this, oh, you, gosh. This I did something looking- like that where I started parting my hair on the, on a different side because uh-huh. I, re- I, I read, <laughs> and this is how impressionable I am. <laughs> I read an article that people who part their hair uh, on, the, on, on the right side from right to left um, it's like a sign of antisocial behavior. Like, uh, like, like there are uh, a lot of people who, that's why everybody likes you, girl. That's like the only of, reason. Just, it, <laughs> and then you read about like, yeah, of course yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin quick change, change. <laughs> and then, you know, they go through all the people that part their hair from, from right to left and how that's, you know, all it, and it has all these characteristics and then it's, you know, people who part their hair from left to right. And then they just go down the list like George Clooney, Brad Pitt, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, my God, I got to change my hair part. So I changed my hair part several years ago. And then, of course, I read an article that was just like, oh, it's probably if your mother was left handed or right handed, that's the side you part your hair on because she was the first oh, one. Oh, because to, she was combing to, your hair. To, oh yeah, to comb your oh, hair. And you probably sweet. always did that. And wow. my mom was left handed. So she, yeah. And you just did what your mommy did. That's right. Still a mommy's <laughs> boy. So I changed it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Screw you, mommy. Yeah. So I'm still antisocial and I still live with my mother. I know. Yeah, we've all made a lot of different changes, mostly for the better during the pandemic, uh, including everyone's church habits. I feel like I've talked to a significant amount of people that are no longer Christians because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, I know it's had a different effect on everybody. And we've Hmm. talked about the ways in which it's kind of made people double down on whatever was true about them or whatever, like <laughs> yeah. like whatever vice or virtue you had was going to be magnified by this time, probably more our vices, our virtues, probably. And I think mm. for most people, if you were like edging or flirting or kind of on the fence with a full on agnosticism or whatever you want to call it, this was the thing where it's like, oh yeah, there's no plan. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Huh, huh. Really? So, or yeah. do you think it also has to do with like, just the the scheduling aspect of church if you have to see those people every week you feel a little more bonded to the ideology right. and the community right. you know sure and then when yeah. you have a reason to not have to be there where everyone also won't be like what happened to you you yeah. know you 
X gives right. you a little nice way to slide on out the back door. <laughs> I know right. that's a huge part of it. It's almost like the way businesses blamed their closures on COVID, where it's like, yes. yeah, you're <laughs> right, going to close. Right. Like, used to be Sunset being like, if it wasn't for COVID, we'd be thriving right now. Like, people, <laughs> yes. people can kind of do that maybe with their faith life of like, I don't know. The pandemic just changed things where it's like, yeah, you were all, you were out the door anyway. Yeah. Perhaps. And now I'm Polly or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's how, what happens. Well, we're either all that Polly, or people had church, kids. Right? Everybody had kids. I think either, but yeah, Everybody people we knew either became Polly or had kids. It was just like one of those two choices. <laughs> one way or another, a third was being added. To I want to know if, I want, <laughs> I want to oh, know if, I want to know if K-Max um, became ex-evangelical because of the pandemic. Did you see that? I saw uh, he Holly, came he out. announced it. Oh, yeah. He announced <laughs> it. Twitter. Oh, be, because, because of the pandemic is what he oh, said? Did he oh, give his reason? Yeah, oh. yeah. Because did, I saw that he like posted something and and then he was like, I'll I'll say more later, but here's my announcement now. Yeah. And so I want to hear, have you heard I know, I why too. he? I don't no, think so, no, but I no feel telling? like he was... He's been posting. He's been dancing on the edge of stuff, like even before <laughs> oh, last he's year. He's been dancing quite a bit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he loves to dance. Oh yes. Uh, but I, I feel like I've been seeing him like be a little spicy on Twitter for a while. He you loves know? so it. great. He loves yeah. it. Or, or just not as like pro evangelical Christianity at all. Yeah, we should try it all to have him on the show. We've not reached out to him yet. I, I think, think it's gonna happen. Our friend Tyler Huckabee. He's pretty friendly with him. He he recently said, I'm going out on a date. What should I do or what should a date idea be? Our friend Tyler Huckabee, who writes over at Relevant Magazine. And Kevin Max replied to him, blessed, I don't want it out of one speaker of your car as his date idea, which is, of course, their anti-sex abstinence anthem from their album. Very funny. Free at last. See, well, he's that's a Maxist. Good. That's a whole yeah. different, you know. He's a maximalist. He's playing with it. It's a whole It's a whole different thing. The other one I've been keeping up with a little bit uh, in the intervening years. I usually just take screenshots of his Instagram and text it to Alyssa Sable. Like, what is this guy doing? Is Josh Harris, Mr. Joshua Harris, who's kind of yes. getting in on the game himself uh, in many different I ways. I think we had a bit on Mega when Josh, he's he's like his dating goodbye, right? Yes. 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 Yeah, we had a bit on Mega, which was when that when that came out, uh, we came out with a sermon series called Why I Kiss the I Kiss Dating Goodbye Guy Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Very, my and, single, my single is dropping, is dropping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, that was a Climax Youth Ministry sermon. Uh, yes, thank we you guys love for that work. Climax Youth Ministry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh Ray Harris, the bio now is, I used to have all the answers, chapter and verse. Now I'm unsure, still unfolding, and enjoying the wonder and mystery of life. And it also identifies his occupation as coach. And now we see Ooh. a new lane for people. I think yes. that uh, where the river has run dry for them in the past <laughs> a little bit. But they need to be listened to forever. Sure. No I know what. Caroline's thing is like they just need to go into entertainment. Uh, maybe he's trying to do that. Look at this. They need an audience. His, yeah. last, his last post is, is Cher too old for me? She turned Wait. 75 this month. This is First Josh off, Harris. No, and if Josh hey. Harris gets together with Cher, <laughs> I mean, For I guess that would, would signify die. we are in the end times, right? Yeah, that would be over. Oh yeah, Rapture's coming any day now, but <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the song she'd sing to him is "Do you believe in sex before marriage?" Now, 
Perhaps. Uh, but I feel like we've started to see this more and more. Even then, when did, when did y'all start Mega again? What year was it? 18. It was 2018? 18, yeah. End of 18, yeah. Yeah. So we started GCF in 2017 in 2018 and and this is like such confirmation bias this is like how at the end of gilmore guys i was like everyone's doing a sitcom recap podcast but it does (laughs) feel like there's much more of a market and a lane for it uh for in whatever you want to call it deconstructed post-evangelical whatever the thing is and Mm -hmm. and and it does feel like it's it's grown to a sort of degree that leaders do have to respond and sort of dignify it at all in any sense in any meaningful way francis chan now is talking about the ex-evangelical movement and what should our oh, response as christians oh, yeah. be our friend bart campolo wow. who's tony campolo's yeah. son is like sort of sort of famously come out as mm-hmm. a humanist and yeah it's very very fascinating and bart is sorry go ahead well uh, yeah go ahead bart's interesting because he was a minister uh, he was a Christian minister, and now he's a humanist minister. He stayed ministering and is like a chaplain. He's a chaplain for humanist students on college campuses. You know, like cool. what? How, yeah, like that. Yeah. Now, what that happens works. when those kids walk away from the chapel and deconstruct? I'm ex-humanist movement. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they worship dogs. What's the what's the alternative? Yeah, yeah they fly, Yeah, they become Actually, Baptists. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to rebel is to be a true fundamentalist, literalist, <laughs> evangelical pock rock thing to do. <laughs> I don't know if you guys get this though, but you know, it, it has been fascinating to your point, Kevin, of getting. You know, we get emails all the time from. Both people that have left the church, and I think being able to laugh about some of these things has really helped them not hang on to some of the toxic elements of of why they left. But also, we get emails from clergy that will say, oh, like, we listen to Mega in our small group and talk about mm-hmm. it. And Holly oh, spoke yeah. at a church last week. Because her character, I know, isn't this what bonkers? What was that like? Yeah, I, I mean, you you should say why why what happened. Oh, and I by the way, I didn't see it. Just as like a little context for anyone who, for some reason, is not familiar, Meg is the podcast that you and Holly host, where you yes. play characters who are pastors of an evangelical mega church, and people come in come on the show in character i've been on the show in character yes. i think i was like a youth pastor or something i was something you were um video ministry. Video, video ministry video ministry that's yes. right and i was i was advocating for people to always record so so the yes. podcast is not you yourselves talking about these things it's you in character with other characters talking about this that's stuff. right yeah. but holly's character is sort of this toxically positive person who really always sees the glass you know half full and it, anything that doesn't align with her worldview is quickly eschewed and you had to go you, you or you had you had went to. you went and talked about what <laughs> toxic to positivity there's a, there's a really cool community in portland um this church called cascade and they're really dope like i love everything they stand for and like i'm really honest about who i am and they're very cool and their pastor one of their pastors this guy named kurt croon he was like your character we're in a we're in a series at our church about toxic positivity and what is healthy wow. positivity and what is toxic and why are Christians so often like tipping toward this level of toxic positivity? Because like the Bible doesn't support as much, um, you, you know, ideas of disillusionment, depression, sadness, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, yeah, uh, but like right. stay positive, you know? And yeah. um, so it was really good. It was really <laughs> weird. That's I like cool. when you went on, you were like, uh, two things, is your church gay affirming and can I swear? And they were like, yes, it is. And yes, you can. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay yeah. great. Good. 
I was like, if you're not, right, right, right. And then I was very, I had been planning for a really long time to Mm do um, MDMA on Saturday. And I knew I had to speak at a church on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I was like a really responsible, like psychedelic uh, user on Saturday. I like started early and like Mm. rolled (laughs) and came down. And I I was like, I got to get in bed on on time because I got to wake up early and speak at church. I love seeing (laughs) that on the iCal Two two hour oh, alert yeah. beforehand. MDMA appointment. <laughs> Fifteen minutes before, just in case. Saturday, so. Saturday MDMA Sunday. Yeah. I wonder if um, these kind of churches, you know, like Cascade and New Abbey, are going to become the new, you know, like cool mainstream church mm-hmm. like flavor, you know, because because also as churches at large are now you know co opting therapy language a lot more, which means they have mm-hmm. to address some more stuff. And, yeah. Like, being progressive seems to be not as difficult to find in some of these churches anymore. Yeah. I, I, I think, I, I think, I think it'll it would start be a good shift. What's that? Yeah. Of, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be a great shift if it would be yes. Towards queer for me. I, there was a, there's an interview recently with Brian Houston from Hillsong, which I think is probably, I don't even know in the sense of numbers, but probably the most globally popular church in the world. I thought you were going to say the most badass church in the, the world. The most badass girl <laughs> It is the biggest bitches. church brand, I would say. Right. Yeah. I, it pro- I think it has more name recognition as a church, whereas maybe Joel yeah. Osteen or another evangelical yeah. leader would yeah, have more yeah. name recognition. Yeah. But it was, it was so interesting because it was, you know, post to Carl Lentz scandal stuff, and it was Savannah Guthrie doing the interview with him. And she was talking about like, you know, just like the basic, because it, it was essentially an Ellen uh, debrief, which she also had to do the week before, but it's basically there was an insane level of misconduct happening within your system, and you just weren't aware of it. And it, and he basically pled the Ellen of like, yeah, you know, I could have done more, and blah 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 blah. But then wow. when she pressed him specifically about queer people in the church, it was the same old party line. On the wow. Today Show, where it's like, I didn't modify it. At all. all are welcome, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, we do have a biblical view of it. And Love the sinner, hate the sin. We have a biblical conservative view. So even the most popular, most famous church brand in the world is still espousing that. Still holding you, the line. Wow. You know what's really been amazing for us actually on Mega is that we had a we had a, a rabbinical uh, a, prof- a professor of rabbin- rabbinical studies mm-hmm. reach out to us and say like, "Hey, it sounds like you guys are really cuz Holly goes deep and some sometimes on just, you know, theology stuff playing the satire of, you know, essentially like the sh- she plays both her herself um the character and her teen son who is always kind of the foil of <laughs> uh, of the sort of humanist foil but holly was going in on something in genesis and we had this rabbi reach out to us and say it sounds like you all really know your stuff would you want to have me do a little talk with you two about some of the gender issues you're talking about in genesis so we got basically like this free college class holly got to sit down with her and then and and cool. uh, also about like uh, text the, the, like what the text says about homosexuality and the actual translations and things. It was amazing. Her, she's amazing. She's a gender study in Hebrew um, 
a professor at Gonzaga in Seattle, and she was like, she was like, hey, I'm fluent in Hebrew. Holly, you're fluent in Koine Greek. Well, not fluent because it's a dead language, but I can read it and I can interpret the source material from the source in the New Testament, and she can do it in the Old Testament. She's like, can you imagine if the two of us got together, how irreverent and dangerous we could be? Because (laughs) she was listening to the podcast where my character was like scratching around on this thing that have you, this has really come up a lot, I think, in the last year about how the word homosexual like never appears in any source material uh-huh, in the uh-huh. Bible, period, right. that a lot of it yeah. was referring to the Greek um, practice, practice of, yeah. what was it called? I always want to say- Like pater- having a katamite, like- Katamite, yeah, yeah, of, uh, of right. yeah, yeah, which is- Man-boy love. Right, yeah. and which yeah. was a custom, which was a Greek thing, blah, 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 that it was talking about that, which is not homosexuality, but it got translated into the word homosexuality like 60 years ago or yeah, something. Yeah, like in the 40s. Super Yes. Recent. Yeah. yeah. So very recently, and now Dwight D. Eisenhower did it. And so yeah. Now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before that, FDR knew what he was talking about. He yeah. was talking about that Greek weird thing that was going on back then. And then yeah. he went and he told Eleanor, and she was like, "You know what I do, right? <laughs> this is why we shouldn't let presidential figures play telephone we with need our to biblical stop translations." So much power. <laughs> why did we the do that? The New Deal is about queer positivity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a new deal for you. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it, it is so weird. And it, it's so weird how people just forget that immediately. It's pretty easy to find out. Yeah. It's yeah. Kinda, it's yeah. like, I know, it's not weird. It's on purpose. But anyway. <laughs> but even, but you're right. It's even the, those things of, I mean, I am always amazed when I find out things like, in God we trust was added to the, you know, the, the seal of the United States in like 1952 or whatever. And yes, it's like, yes. Oh, and what, wait, why are we all up in arms and standing up for that phrase being on a, on a it dollar? It sounds because it's classic. Just, yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> that's been that, my whole life. I know. <laughs> right, Thomas right, Jefferson right. would have hated that. <laughs> yeah. So, so funny. I know. Uh-huh. I know. And you want to, I, I went through this with, you know, some conservative people in my life during BLM stuff where it's like, whatever, whatever the thing is that you can agree on, you want to take whatever that virtue is and then lead them to the place where it's like, hopefully we can progress and and kind of agree on this. So if we take the trend of like literally doubting every source and the media is always lying to you and nothing is real. it's like, Hey, you know, like, I don't know, CNN's lying, Fauci's lying, blah, blah, blah. What if you took that and you're like, I, I agree. Sometimes it is hard to like translate the truth. Um, also, but we're going to go back to the belief that the Bible is like this perfect sacred text. Now, what if there was like a Fauci in the mix somewhere in the <laughs> translation? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. If nothing is ironclad now and like truth is so unknowable, maybe we can get to a place where not even like nothing means anything with biblical text, but just like that there is a little more latitude with it or something like meet, yes. meet them where they're at. But like we were those people, you guys, you know, like we remember totally. why you believe oh, yeah. that way too. So I don't, I, even when I say like, oh, it's easy for people to find out homosexuality was a new thing. Like I didn't find out until I yeah. I wasn't so invested in protecting the Bible anymore. You yeah. Know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I feel I've learned more since um, I, I've, I've learned. So, it's funny. I always tell Greg, like the internet thinks I am a hardcore Raging. Christian. <laughs> like Bible fanatic. Because yeah. I'm constantly <laughs> researching and I don't have a Bible in my house, so I'm always having to look it up. I know. Holly <laughs> threw away my confirmation Bible. Wow. And I was like, wow. we ha- we should revelation. have a Bible around here. I was like, <laughs> it was a concordance. Fight? Oh, no. It was a fancy like one. having a bonfire in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put the shit And I was like, there. that was my confirmation Bible. She's like, is that here? And I was like, 
<laughs> we were moving oh, yeah. and getting rid of a lot of books. Mm. Um, <laughs> I did but, that with a lot of Nathan's seminary books <laughs> a couple yeah. of years ago. I was like, Ow. sorry. But it's yeah. funny. I, one of the things I recently learned, like in studying the, you know how the differences between Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, how there are yeah. two different, like very differing accounts in the first two chapters of the Bible of mm-hmm. the account of creation is presented in two very, very different ways. And so either people who, you know, believe in a seven day creation story, either like haven't read both chapters or haven't thought about what they're reading or, you know, but I actually, when I was having a conversation with this, um, uh, this rabbi, Elizabeth Goldstein from Gonzaga, we were talking about like, why would there be two very differing accounts? And it's actually kind of beautiful to be like, maybe the entire the, the entire book begins with two different stories to possibly suggest that this could be a dialogue, that there could be a There's lot a of multiverse different ways to and see that there things. is a Marvel character okay. oh living my, my life All in a different right, there creation. We go. <laughs> yes! Multiverse Bible, I I got to stop us because Multiverse Bible is your ticket to making one it's billion dollars. definitely your next podcast, y'all. Doctor Strange Guys, Into the Multiverse of Madness the is about biblical translations from a rabbi. I, All right. And I'm married to Larry the Cucumber. No. Okay, that's canon. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. I like you that, Holly. And, yeah, of like, oh, the, I am. Uh, like the premise that we have like based this whole thing on is actually not even an airtight premise in the first place. But I I don't know when we relied so hard on, I think pastors and biblical scholars to help us figure out this very complicated, convoluted, strange book that like, yeah, it just truly never even crossed my mind to be like, Oh, wait a second. (laughs) Genesis two is different. Is that a problem for us? I don't know. (laughs) And I think that setup of going to church and having someone else tell you what's in there and what it means also creates kind of an atmosphere of like, well, I don't really have to read it because somebody else is telling me. And it's like, in what other realm would we ever do that? Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, let someone else else. It's like, no, you, you got to read it. Well, unfortunately I do let people do that with complicated infographics about unhoused people in Los Angeles County. I just kind (laughs) of Look at them like, like seems I don't get this shit. Simple enough to me. But I guess F. Mitchell Farrell. Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some for that. I gotta be honest. I let Don Lemon tell me what was in the Mueller report. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I do wonder. I didn't read the Panama Papers. I could. It I probably did train us to sort of receive vicariously right? Right. from from higher yeah. sources in a way. Yeah. Until, well, and until Annette when... Benning is in a movie about the Mueller report, <laughs> I ain't reading it. I'm not gonna figure it out. Well, and <laughs> yeah. also like when so much of our churching was literally about like correct thinking and correct academic understanding of things, then having a little freestyle in your thinking like wasn't even encouraged maybe you know mm-hmm. like it was encouraged yeah. with the, like let me give you the correct thinking in these books and this yeah. theology and whatever which again yeah. felt like a choice you know yes. but yeah. like, it's not really you know <laughs> yeah it yeah. felt yeah. like a choice that's very it felt like chilling I was interpreting, a, but it wasn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. i think i know the like moment too that like you were saying kevin that like or, or we were saying that maybe there's going to be this because of this new lane that has emerged mm-hmm. so strongly right like i think i know the moment that lane um uh emerged and i learned from this pastor at the at cascade this last weekend when i spoke at this church is he was talking about um i think all of our true leader um kirk Tom franklin Hanks. oh <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh gosh that's a toss-up right there yeah, yeah. He, was talk- <laughs> he was talking about america's how- sweetheart He was was talking about how Tom Hanks was was always a really, uh, was always a Christian and a churchgoer until 
he did the movie Philadelphia. And when he did the movie Philadelphia, he became sensitive to this other community that was being hurt by the church. And he he pulled back and has had nothing to do with it ever since. I do think the queer thing, it might be the thing that where we jumped the rails and got this new lane of like, we have to have this new lane. Until he did the movie Captain Phillips and now he's He's a hardcore Catholic. Uh, I am a Christian now. He he worships boats. (laughs) The only way I survived this movie is God. That's a good point. And I I mean, that tracks also with so many of the stories that we've heard on this show of people who eventually left the church. It was they had a gay friend and that gay friend yeah, was excluded totally. from their community it was yeah. a simple choice yeah. for them on, it on is that the level. reason you revoked greg revoked his um presbyterian membership it was wow the you renounced your wow. wish you you went up and put that card and you ripped <laughs> yeah. it in half right in front of i went up to the sorting hat and it didn't say anything i think um yeah i did i i, I do remember re- revoking my membership and then uh getting no response to my re- revocation Ouch. and i was okay. like well you know that what hurts. i kind of wanted to stir up the pot a little bit <laughs> no. and get like a well, is like, this yeah. a scandal, you guys? I know. I, I wanted a titchy I email it. at least. I revoke and, uh, my membership. Yeah, I hereby revoke my membership. I think I probably did it in very oh, lofty no. language, too. They were like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye, bitch. Uh, Greg, I'm sure someone shed a tear silently reading your email. I know. Someone, somewhere. Someone out there. In the, in the deep, dark yeah. catacombs Someone listening to this, make a fence of Greg's old Presbyterian church and then tweet at him, no, please, <laughs> please. come back. We miss First you, actually. Time. Hanks, now Greg has. I feel Gotta like let you all know I went to Tinkling Spring Presbyterian, mm-hmm. which is a great church name, by is the way. Is that probably- truly the name? And they, spring. yes, Tinkling Spring, and they probably should have been gay friendly with that name. Um, I don't know why. It just sounds spring. like, yeah. Tinkling Spring. Um, tinkling I wonder spring. if, okay, so and once it was, yeah, sorry, evangelical Karen. churches are mainstream and that's like the new norm and everyone is cool and progressive or whatever. Which, by the way, they used to be called emergent churches. Do y'all remember that? The sort oh, of like, yeah. yeah. It used to be yes. like Rob Bell was an emergent church pastor and it's like all these churches yeah. are emerging out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, like from the ground, yeah. like yeah. tremors. <laughs> like cicadas. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> emerge. Like, will what will be the breakdown or the scandal that ruins that strain of right. church, yes. you know, which we now stuff. think is scandal proof, you know, and, and theologically so much more open that like what could happen, you know, right. cause that's Tom- how probably the people of the seventies and eighties thought that they're like rock and roll churches were, you know, Tom Hanks will be in his nineties. He'll do a movie about aliens. <laughs> the church so will not sway. be accepting aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It will be an alien problem. It will be. I, that's wild that, he was ever, I feel like I've never heard about his Christian influence at all. Until yeah, Chris Pratt of his generation for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. God is real! Buzz! I can't do a Tom Hanks. I have a bad Tom Hanks. Damn. You know, does, can anyone actually do a good Tom Hanks? Yes, I I've have heard this it before. Question. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Yeah, Caroline Maybe definitely the voice. Oh, okay, Caroline. What's the essence of it? on TikTok, guys. I do think that he's someone that should be the most... I don't know. He's such a cultural force that you would think that everybody would have a great Tom Hanks on SNL or something. Yeah. But and he I has feel a like really distinct voice. I know, but I he's not like a caricature like like De Niro. You can just go like that and with your yeah. face, and yeah. it's like, oh yeah, it's De Niro or like Pacino. You can yeah, like I don't know. Some some people <laughs> are different. Out of respect. I guess it's like do. Meryl Streep. Nobody has like nobody has like the the nobody goes on SNL and does just like the the Meryl Streep to end yeah. all be all because mm. she is multitude. 
Happy Merrill Day. We're recording this Happy on Merrill Day. Day, May 27th, which the New York Ooh. Times declared Merrill Day like 16 years ago for some reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. But What's the um, cultural celebration for Merrill Day? What do you do? I can't talk about it on the podcast. Oh <laughs> it's so <laughs> grotesque and okay. filthy that it just, just it's, that's it's, respectful it's to her, not suitable I for assume it is. No, it's respectful. It is respectful, but it's not. It, it doesn't look good. <laughs> but it's private. <laughs> yeah, it's very private. <laughs> To answer your question, I don't know, Caroline. I would I would assume it's the same thing in terms of like the structures of power that exist. But if the whole thing is diffusing it from, uh, I guess, what's the idea that will tear it down? Because like money scandal, authoritarianism that can happen and whatever. I but- honestly think the idea that would tear it down is occupy wall street adjacent where it's like what are we doing because if you do follow progressive thought to its logical conclusion then there won't be boundaries well yeah and there won't be enough like concrete tenets to like keep you within it so being Mm. a part of it or not doesn't feel meaningful as it does yeah. it now for most of us, yeah. I think that <laughs> semi- you underestimate how much people love a vibe, though, Kevin, and how much a vibe can bring us together. Maybe, <laughs> I've just maybe. been reading Noam Chomsky for the entire pandemic, <laughs> and it's just like really <laughs> becoming an anarchist. Really beautiful mind. <laughs> Actually, so, to your point too, Caroline, uh, the same guy that we were talking to in Portland, one of the only times I've ever heard this come out of someone from a church, mm-hmm. he said, um, you know, if this church decides to like, dissolve and go away then that's great it served its purpose and i was like i have never heard (laughs) almost always it's about the preservation of the Mm -hmm. organization Mm -hmm. and so you know even with all these schisms and splits over polity and all these things or or issue-based uh or identity-based or whatever you want to call it it's really interesting how you never hear anyone go like well you know that's fine if uh if they want to go on their way, fade may, yeah. out like naturally. Yeah, maybe you we know, should just dissolve like, this whole Methodist streaming. denomination, and it's like, <laughs> oh, that yeah, yeah, never yeah. happens. And so that's really fascinating to me that it's that at least there maybe are some people in the quote unquote emergent church that are hopefully not thinking of it as a centralized body that has to maintain itself. Rather, it's a community, and maybe that is closer to first church Christianity. Which you know, of course, is always the, the the great struggle of of all Protestant Americans. We love thinking, the first church. We you, don't you know, know what I think it was. The first church would have had pizza. I think a lot of meals. There was more meal based bread, and they broke it a lot. Which <laughs> I don't even know how to do. I know how to slice it. I don't know how to break it. Sharing, sharing you things. Freeze it and then like slam it against the countertop. <laughs> I got you a bread breaker for Christmas. <laughs> anyway, oh, so the movie that we're going to be watching on Thursday, we're all going to go on a bus to it, and that's what the the first church would have done yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally that is it's the new it's the new if, it's the new biblical universe movie that caroline wrote yeah and you oh, know yeah, i think rock. i think that's a lovely idea that that portland pastor shared uh that being said you'll never hear caroline and i say that about this podcast <laughs> we're, not. we're gonna do this podcast forever until you until the you listener are dead <laughs> we will never leave you or forsake nor you. forsake you. you yeah how do you feel like the mega podcast has changed in recent years like do you feel like it's changed along with you i i wonder oh, yeah. like yeah. even like what your relationship is with that because we, with caroline and i it's just so much of ourselves without that much artifice going into yeah. it other, you know other than like whatever just like show pablum and stuff what if this i was just like this was an elaborate character i've been playing for years <laughs> like talk about my cat and my husband doesn't exist that, <laughs> i hope that's true I really do. incredible <laughs> those that was a hired guy and nate was Ty performance art yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, sorry, Kevin, what were but, you saying? But yes, uh, just talking about how the show's changed maybe in the last couple of years. I mean, I, I think it has changed in one, well, one big way for me, it's been, um, I think there was a time when we were a little bit afraid of like, well, are we going to offend someone? And we were never, we we never did things that, I, I think we were, there were times when we were like, are we dancing on the edge of the satire like too closely? And we would maybe be like ah, i don't know let's pull that back or whatever and it's actually been the opposite as in recent years the more we've sort of pushed on the thing that we're satirizing which really to me at the end of the day is sort of evangelical culture and almost like american capitalism uh in in, in a big way late <laughs> stage how, capitalism late stage at, at its worst always comes back to it really yeah. does and um mm-hmm. and it's been really fun to see how people we've just really never had much blowback. And that's always surprised me because you, you know, I think the culture would tell you that people are get very offended if you make fun of their, their religion. Um, And I think the more that we've just, that we swim in those waters and that the characters are so bought in and that the characters truly believe what they're saying, then we have so much protection in the satire because, you know, it's almost like, I think we hold up like a Colbert or something as someone who, you know, he, that character uh, on the Colbert Report Mm -hmm. was pushing that point of view as hard as he could. And if we can continue to do that from the place of this megachurch, then we're doing, then we're doing our job. And so I think I've been surprised that the more we've learned the characters and gotten deep into the the world of it, the more people have responded to the satire itself. Yeah. We've definitely gotten bolder and riskier. And um, it is interesting that, sometimes I want that pushback like the times we have we recently did have someone leave Patreon and say the reason that they were dropping as a Patreon supporter was because they just don't connect with our material anymore and I was like that's a really good sign like I, I think I think we need I don't to- know Holly let's uh, let's not say that like we need that. those Patreon yeah. <laughs> you check the no, Patreon I- the day after this episode comes out it's like okay great <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just want to I want to be dancing more like finding that thread threshold of like because that's where I feel like the conversation really begins yeah Yeah. and I think you two do this well in a completely different way which is not being afraid to talk about the culture that you come from and that you know inside and out and you know I somebody I remember we got maybe one nasty comment that that really said uh, it was unfair that we are so hard on white people and white men in, in particularly, and it was just. And I so said I was sorry for saying that, and I yeah, do apologize. Kevin, it, well, so. I didn't, no, I didn't want to call Kevin. it out specifically, but it was from uh, K Port K Port yeah. Young Life Forever sixty nine. I didn't put um, enough. I know the sixty nine gave it away. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that gave it away. Honestly, why did he have to throw a sixty nine in? But um, yeah, be me. yeah, you know, we we will get occasional things like that. Like, you, why are you making fun of white people all the time? And it's like, well, that's who we are. That who, is who like, am I supposed what? to make fun of? Yeah. Yeah. Do you and want us to make fun of another race? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's an entirely problematic thing. Yeah, that's not cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, I think and you I all think do this well too. Are like maybe the thing that like we have experienced where people who have harmful beliefs but are sincere and like sincerely believe that they're doing good, you know, and are yeah. trying to help. You can't be too angry at that person you know or or you see the love maybe and like the understanding you have as someone who was on the inside yeah I feel like sometimes I I get the impression that people 
think that Kevin and I, in our hilarious humor, are really just snarky and smarmy, and that's it. And that's all we bring to the table when we're talking about church. Which does kind of hurt my feelings because I do have affection for where I came from and I do still have a lot of understanding of why people are the way they are. Again, because I was like that, you yes. know? And I don't think that the church is evil on the whole or whatever. So that's And I have to apologize for sending that email to <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, Greg, Man. so I'm glad we're talking about that now. Um, <laughs> we are really coming <laughs> to the out. red table between <laughs> our two <laughs> podcasts today. <laughs> Reconciling. Um, yeah, and I think some people like that or they feel like, oh, yeah, you know, like we're we're fighting back or punching back or something. But sometimes it does like it's it surprises me because I feel like we also express a lot of understanding and, and, and sincerity and respect for for certain parts of faith, you mm-hmm. know, totally. Well, to me and y'all probably have the same mindset, too. It's almost like truly the way you would feel about a family member or not not even a family member but almost like genealogy or or your history or etymology where it's like it is undeniably a place where we came from Mm -hmm. and i'm not endorsing it but it's just like it's truly where i came from so i have to contend with the the vice and the virtue of that and like this was you know this this is an enemy in some ways and was a friend to me in a sincere way in a time in my life Yes. Right. And like what it, what is yeah, what is not helpful, what is redemptive. Yeah. 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 And what's yeah. just fun also. What's fun? <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. fun is what's fun, fun is also important. I yeah. Think. And when grandpa's That's not good. fun anymore, you make fun of him. Like <laughs> No, yeah, That's no, right. you make fun of him. Just you like send him away. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh we love what you guys are doing over there on Mega. That's almost what I said. We love you. <laughs> oh my gosh. On GCN. Oh, sorry. GCF. Well, our producer Dexter is causing a bit of a stir in my lap right now. Oh, but he's so cute. I, so I, I, sweet. I love um I love that we've we've been able to reconnect in this way. I know. So great. And let's and do it in the flesh. We you know, let's get off these Zoom things eventually and yeah. let's have like, some drinks. Yeah, Caroline no, and I want to get drunk yeah. at your place. Like yeah, uh, you guys, you guys okay. don't drink anymore. You're all like svelte and bearded and tan now. <laughs> like now it's just like I'm doing more of that. If well, you know yeah, what I, mean. I, I, yeah. I was a teetotaler, <laughs> and then Dexter dared me too, and he kind of peer pressured me into like doing the hard stuff. I was Dexter like, is so cool. Maybe an apple teeny. He's like a fucking apple teeny, bro. And he like he really oh, no. pressed into me on that. So oh, that stinks. Uh, it was great catching up. Thanks for sharing everything, Greg and Holly. Um, so nice to see your faces. Yeah, y'all too. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing Accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY 
at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles Ministry. My wife. Uh, I should just start out and drop to oh. the end of that one. <laughs> Great. Singles Ministry, this is the format in the show in which we take a single song and talk about the whole time. And folks, we, uh, something wild happened. Greg and Holly had to leave. They were very cagey about the reasons why. They did not specify uh, why they needed to go, but something about Harry and Oprah or something like that. I don't know. There was some weird reason that they gave. Something criminal. But, mm-hmm. but we reached out to um, some friends of theirs that they happened to put us in touch with at the last minute. They hopped on the Zoom. So now we're joined by a gentleman named Gray Haas, and a woman named Hallie Labont from the Mega Podcast. Hiya! Hey there, guys. It's so awesome to be here. Oh my gosh, pound it out for Christ. Hey, pound <sighs> it out. I, now, I, 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 I actually do want to be clear. Have y'all listened to GCF before? Like, how familiar you? How familiar are you with kind of our thing on on this show? What? Well, you know, uh, just to give you guys a little bit of background, I am a youth minister of Climax Youth Ministry, and one of my kids in uh, in my teen ministry was listening to uh, this podcast called GCF. And then when I heard a bit of it, I was like, this really isn't positive. You know what I mean? Because I'm just wondering if there's enough. Are we really lifting up? Christ and Jesus specifically in uh, this GCF podcast. Mm. And I just, you know, I listened about 30 to 40 seconds and I just couldn't really hear anybody really witnessing strongly. Hallie, are you familiar with it at all? Yeah. um, I listened to the episode that you had um, an Amy Grant song kicked it off. And I, I said, you know what? I think anything that Amy does is good with me. Wow. Oh, so there's a little bit of discord between y'all. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Maybe maybe we can win Gray over by the end of this, Caroline, as we seem to have won Hallie over already. I so agree. that's good. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. I, I mean, we're always like open to feedback. We want to make sure that the podcast is helpful, um, that it's, you know, listenable for all groups, no matter what. Um, like, let's say there was a song or a movie that was, you know, um, in service to Christ, but mm-hmm. maybe we didn't love. Like, how would you guys want us to talk about it? Well, I feel like you can never go wrong when you just stick with scripture. So mm-hmm. you might mm-hmm. have to change the format of your show a little bit. Instead of being Christian pop culture right. focused, you could just be kind of like the original church culture focused. Do you right. know what I mean? Breaking you could bread. Bible is the ultimate no yeah, yeah, like mainstream culture. Mm-hmm. Think Whoa. about the fun stuff you could talk about when they had fires over their heads in the upper room. Stuff like that. It would be so cool. Yeah. Well, I guess we could like fun. take some of those lyrics from the Psalms and then try to write music to them and then oh, make new awesome. Christian pop culture that's old at the same time. Do people do that? I don't know. I mean, Kevin, anytime Caroline says something funny, you could be like, Selah. You know, like in the Psalms, you could mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. you could just yeah. see la her, you know, kind of like, you know, if, if, you know, sometimes people give like snaps, you know, you could just give a Psalm see la, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's now, a good Holly, idea. Could I, when Kevin says something, could I say, say less? <laughs> see, I'm not going to be mad at you for that. That is good. That is really funny. <laughs> oh my God. So I guess I didn't know you guys made jokes on this. I just kind of thought it was a bit, um, you know, 
It's usually pretty scholarly. We try to put truth in advertising, good Christian fun. We're just here for laughs and giggles. Um, Okay, so it is comedy. Okay, great. I don't don't really like comedy, but I just Mm -hmm. uh, just because I think it's it's a bit dangerous. It's a slippery slope. Right. But no one is safe. Yeah. No, no one is safe. You know, maybe you should drop. Uh, the pop culture stuff out and just call it Christian culture because I think once yeah. you start saying pop culture, you know, people are going, well, that's a bit secular and that's where it gets a bit dangerous. Mm, mm, yeah. Also, you know, you might want to think too about demographics, also representation, because here you got a 50-50 split. You got one man, you got one woman on your um, on your Good Christian Fun podcast, uh-huh. but you know Would what? You like, Wh- right? <laughs> well, no, because women really, oh. they only make up less than 1% of the Bible and all of the followers of Jesus oh. were all men so maybe you could just have more male guests you know to make it more christian fun because if it's going to be christian it really does need to be pretty male heavy i'm going to be very honest with or maybe like 12 men host and then caroline could kind of you know follow along (laughs) just say yes maybe pass out snacks yeah yeah totally oh you would be so good at that Oh my gosh, wait, I might be good at that. And that actually sounds to me... Oh, Caroline, what? You're into this? Maybe <laughs> more, yeah, like more aligned with who I am and who I've always been, which is just a gal, you know? Oh, that oh, is awesome. Caroline, I love snacks. Okay, are you more salty or sweet? If you have okay, to pick I'm one. Okay, I'm sweet. I'm always sweet. You know me. Okay, now what's your number one sweet? Uh, my number one sweet is Nerds Ropes. <laughs> Oh, you are very nasty. Okay. Okay, Hallie. Hey, Nerd Ropes is how I'm celebrating Meryl Day later later tonight. (laughs) Wait, Hallie, I have a question. Yes. Actually, and I also have a proposition. Oh, yes. Now, we're two gals. Yep, Uh, we are. Of course. Hey, should yes. the fellas now, here put earmuffs on so we don't hear yeah. this next Boys, part? I, we, don't guys, hear the we don't want to hear the secrets. We don't want to hear the secrets. You have an extra 10 minutes right now to go lead something and actually kill it. Mm-hmm. So, Hallie, I was going to ask if um, if we were women hosting a podcast for women ears only, mm-hmm. is yep. that proportional to what oh. scripture would ask? Caroline, you're nailing it. That's perfect. It oh really, God. what what really is the best thing is like, you know, women, we have, we have like female um, conferences. Um, I always go to Afterthought every year. Uh, yeah. I love the Afterthought conference. It's all for women. And it's based on the fact that in um, the creation story, women were an afterthought and we've taken it and embraced it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. you know, women can get up in church, but it's best if they're only talking to other women. You know what right. I mean? Afterthought. So I could get you hooked up with afterthought different oh stuff like that you know what i mean right. women can definitely teach children and they can teach other women i was so one of the five speakers men. at afterthought last year yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, we and they were all, oh, they so were we all some of my best friends on men. our podcast that's great so we right okay yeah, so that whole door men. opens up we can have men on our podcast oh, totally. oh, yeah. but maybe we do some sort of like preamble at the top like boys if you're listening men uh any teens above what 13 um, if you can tune out now, this and the rest of this is for girls or children only. Mm-hmm. I think girls that's a great children. idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Or uh, women and ch- girls and children. Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, what's no, the name of this podcast? Maybe something like Afterthought. Uh, she she came last because women yeah, came after men and they always <laughs> I do. Know. She came last. How that? about she the ri- Oh, guys, how about well, the ribcast? I come last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the ribcast. Ribcast. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, I said that loudest, so I'm really thinking that it's probably the idea. 
Yeah, no, uh, you do seem like a leader, and I think I'm going to follow along with that. I don't know. Hallie, let's talk after, because I think we have something to I do. Know, I know. I can, There's a lot I can see the, that glint in your eye. In the hopper with you two. This is very exciting. But but we're here to talk about this song that we were going to oh. talk about with Greg and Holly, but uh, I'm sure you two have both heard of this. It's called Just Like Heaven by oh. Brandon Lake. Oh. It is the song of the summer, and oh. we are just loving it. It's it's mm-hmm. what my kids in Climax call a banger, mm-hmm. and so we're just so excited to, uh, to introduce Because you bang the, pots and pans to it. Right. I, I'm not really, yeah, you know what? I'm not sure what that means, but I do say I'm finna listen to this song. Yeah. Oh, you finna. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. I love how you're picking up the lingo. I can tell you're really relatable. It could be a good song, too. It could be the soundtrack for your white boy summer. Or what have you been calling it? Uh, Oh, well, we have um, God Girl. We have God Girl Summer, which is kind of a ladies thing where if if you're a lady and you're posting pictures by the pool or whatever, Uh you can do hashtag God Girl Summer. And then, you know, that gets a lot of young people involved in, you know, just following Christ and also older men. If they're for some reason looking at it, they 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 might also know what a godly woman looks like. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Making a cover. It with their eyes, yes. Uh, yeah, so God Girl Summer, hashtag it. God Girl Summer, all right. Um, maybe we should uh, put some merch out, Caroline, or I don't know. I mean, Mega the podcast could also put out the merch uh, as well. Hey, maybe. Hey, oh, we love doing collabs. Uh huh. So you know, a, a big part of our church community is doing awesome collabs with other Christians. So maybe we could collab, do a, yeah, do some social media stuff. I think it'd be awesome. Hey, you know what my I favorite collab that. is, Gray? What's that? When heaven and earth met and uh, made an unforeseen kiss. Oh, oh the first one. Mm-hmm. The first one. Maybe yes. this is a podcast I would listen to because if you're going to say stuff like that, then I probably will too. Listen, in. Okay, all we're winning here. a bet. Okay, okay, we're getting great. Yes. We're getting great. Great, you're getting the picture. It's right. we're not here to take away your faith. We're not here to change it. We're, we're not. I was in a DC. <laughs> I was in a DC talk cover band called Axis Mundi where we were basically taking that very taking that very idea which is where where heaven and earth meet that is where we're going to be covering dc talk songs Mm -hmm. so that rules man how long did that band last for it lasted from late july of uh of 1994 Mm -hmm. and then we basically toured all the way through mid-august of 1994 Uh, oh that was the original like godly girl summer probably yeah oh oh yeah (laughs) believe me there was a lot of temptation and we definitely uh we did not have time for that we were just focused you know what i mean yeah you you don't want to stumble in the flesh because it really grieves the heart of god it really grieves the heart of god and we should all be grieved like that i i hope to be more grieved at other people's horniness and just their flagrant you know because people are out there flaunting on social media you yeah, know, I cry a lot of this time. sort of stuff. And yeah, yeah. we, yeah, we, we want to weep with those who weep. And That's totally. right. That's right. And, and summer is a time where people can really stumble in the flesh, just really stumbling in the flesh because, you know, speaking of flesh, these girls, they got their midriffs out. They got the string bikinis on, you know, and it's just really hard for good and upright men. It's, it's the female's responsibility, frankly, to cover up. You know what I mean? And, and honestly, Caroline, that might be why it might be nice to just have a female only podcast, because then we don't have to worry about, you know, always making sure we're covered up. Oh, we- Oh my gosh, we could do the podcast in lingerie and that would be like no problem. Yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. And the fellas I mean, would never know. Well, I guess because they're not listening to it either. But no, right. right. They, we, well, Caroline it's not their and business. I, yeah. we could be naked and sitting on each other's laps in the podcast and nobody would know and it wouldn't even really well, matter. it's for the girls. And Hallie, that's, that, that's a bit much, Hallie. Come on. Well, what can two girls do sitting on each other? Nothing could even happen because they're both girls. I know. Good I friends and it. business partners in a podcast. You know, that's to right. me, that's going to be. And think of what we could do with the money from that as well. Caroline, remember Missions. when you were little and you were at um, recess? I don't know. Uh, what state did you grow up in? California. Oh, you grew up in California. I don't know if you did that here. Did you ever do spider on the um, swings where you would get on the swing and then your mm-hmm. best friend would get on your lap, but her legs would go that way? Oh, yeah. And your four-legged legs monster. Would... Uh-huh. Yeah. The... Oh, oh, you, you called, called it a four-legged that. monster on the swing? I did. You and I could, that could be our podcast, Four-Legged like Monster. Fun. Well, and the closer we are, the, the more in sync we'll be Yeah, mentally. you get like two little lavalier mics and then record it while on the swing and then just We could be on the same the mic because we'd be, be facing each other in each other's laps. We One mic. See, we're already saving money. Two this girls, one mic. Can't lose. Uh, and that's serving up. <gasps> Ooh, that's really what good. it should be called. That's I like that idea. I'm so glad we have Kevin and Gray here to give us all these good ideas. Yeah, That's I mean, right. yeah. as your pr- executive producer on the show, I will be kind of like leading and guiding. Oh, you're the on thoughts. the show. Uh, well, I guess yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But, yeah. No, maybe, but Nick, maybe, Kevin, you have to make sure you're not listening to us because we right. don't want to accidentally instruct you in anything. Yeah, well, I've perfected a technique that uh, I've used on GCF called blind editing, where I'm editing stuff together and taking out the clicks and the pops and the coughs, but I have no idea what the content is. I just kind of like black out on an aural level. Okay, so this is I'll do the same. Cool. Great. Um, speaking of blocking out on an aural level, I think it's time to listen to this song um, oh, that our guests Hallie and Gray love so much. This is oh. Just Like Heaven by a man named Brandon Lake, who is part of the Bethel Music Collective. The Bethel Music Collective. I'm part of that. Oh, are you really, Gray? Wow. Totally. I can tell you about it after the song. Yeah. Okay, well, let's take a listen. Isn't it just like When you walk into the room There's not a thing that's hidden When every eye is on you Can't get enough of your presence It's the perfect point of view Isn't it just like, just like, just like hell? So that's a snippet of the song, Just Like wow. Heaven. And it goes so on and so forth. Oh, it builds like these songs often do. Oh, oh, and so on and so forth. The I think this is a, one of our more recent songs we've ever covered, huh, Kevin? Came out August of last year. 
my friend. Yeah, and it, unfortunately, you know, we didn't really get to have a summer last year. So what we're just hoping is that, you know, now that we, we you know, we don't have to wear these stupid masks and we, you know, you oh. may have gotten the vaccine, oh. you may have not or whatever, um, you oh. know, because, you know, just last year they had inflated all the numbers. It was so crazy. They tried to shut oh, down no. the churches and it was crazy. Hey. But oh, now we can finally oh. just have our freedom because we know our rights uh-huh. and we can gather by the pool and listen to these songs yeah. and have a God girl summer okay man there was a lot there uh yeah i think Uh, there's a lot we didn't greg and holly you guys are our guests we don't try to we don't fight with our i mean caroline we said it before all are welcome so i guess we'll just proceed through this conversation you know what don't worry about it because i got vaccinated before i knew before i heard i did because it was before i heard the gop say that it was um the sign of the mark of the beast and so now oh, no. i don't know if i'm gonna go to hell or not so but- not me i i knew right away and i was just like basically i've got look i've got three things uh-huh i've got faith i've got you know i've got my gym uh because uh-huh. i've got crossfit basically and i'm just taking a lot i'm eating a lot of lean meat and creatine right now and i think that basically my immune system is so mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. even if i got covid mm-hmm. you know my, my my faith plus my immune system is basically covid proof yeah. and so if you think okay. of it that way wait you know. so your three things were faith fit and food Faith at food. Yeah, that's great. Oh, oh nice maybe we one, can make another. That's a good collab. No, we should do okay. that too. All right. I do want money from that. Like okay, Grace. Okay. Don't just be yeah. taking Hashtag that. I understand. No, right. FFF. Does, uh, Gray, does essential oils play any part in this equation for you? I know it does for a lot of people that believe some similar stuff to you. Yeah, you know, mostly ladies though, Kevin. You know, that that a lot of Christian ladies have kind of got into the, the, the oils. Huh? But really what I'm, I, what I found works best for me as long as I get a really good pump in the morning and another one after 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 I've done you know work or whatever so like working out at like 6 a.m and then right away again at 6 p.m then I'm just you know I'm just so on fire for 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 Christ and and I've just not been touched by COVID I haven't I've never worn a mask and I've uh and I refused uh, and I refused to wear wear a mask anywhere I went and I didn't get it and we didn't have it in Indiana time now yeah we Uh. we didn't really have COVID in Indiana where we're from so Uh Oh, oh not and at all. we just learned the recipe for um, what was that um drug that uh the the oh hydroxychloroquine yeah all it really is is grapefruit <laughs> oh, yeah, I took and that lemons too. and so you know what I feel like God gives us the perfect uh, medicine wow it, it, if you stick with your citruses you're not gonna get it I didn't realize throw a little tequila in there and you'll also have a good time yeah I didn't oh, realize oh, oh. that was the key ingredients of hydro- hydroxychloroquine Citrus. I'm gonna serve hydroxychloroquine at the next party <laughs> I throw that sounds awesome it has it in the punch. Yeah, that's all it is. It's basically boiled lemons and it's grapefruit peelings. That's true. And you got to fight before you guys do this silly vaccine stuff because it really is silly. You got to pray about it and you got to follow the money because I saw some stuff on TikTok that would really make you think. I'm honestly glad that we've had this talk because it put a little distance between me and that song. And I got to be honest with you, I was sweating profusely just in here in the intro. There is something about that. What did it make you feel, Hallie? Well, I, I I had an instinct to just keep turning off the lights, and I don't okay. know if this is TMI, but I'll tell you this right now: sure. my husband Lance Labont and I, we have a very godly marriage, and we have you know a God honoring intimacy in in our relation in our marriage. You know, we saved ourselves for marriage, the whole bit, and so I know that God smiles on our um, intimacy in the bedroom. But I'm going to be very honest with you that we always have the lights off. It makes me feel most comfortable because I try to never see myself 
naked, even in the mm. shower. And I use a very heavy loofah, so I'd never even accidentally touch anything, you know, wow. when I'm yes. when I'm cleaning and stuff. But I'll tell you what, I was not only thinking about my loofah, but I also was feeling like I needed to turn the lights off at the top of this song. And Ellie. I, 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 but, but, but the fact that it's about Jesus and it's so God honoring, it just really, yeah. it, it makes me fall more deeply in love with Jesus, to be totally Aww. honest with totally. you. What music do you usually listen to? Um, if you don't mind my asking. Anything when, Hillsong. Anything Hillsong. Anything Hillsong. Oh, oh you're okay. talking about in the bedroom? Uh, yeah, yeah. When, well, when sometimes you and your husband I'll put on a point of grace, you know? Okay, um, yeah. She keeps the well, candle then, burning, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this song goes on the playlist. That might that might be a good I mean, absolutely thing that comes it's going on the playlist. Listen to this. This is this is a lot. This is like Miguel. Oh, it's a vibe. And when he talks about Jesus walking into the room, I know exactly what he means. I Because you can feel Jesus' presence as if he's standing right there in the room. I know I know he is in my in my bedroom. Sure. I'll tell you that right now. But when he, when he sings, come a little closer, stay a little longer. I mean, isn't that always the exact sentiment you feel about Jesus? And this, such an, an original lyric, too. I've yeah. never heard those words together, yeah. ever, yeah. even well, like in the English language. And I think, yes, yes, very original. It doesn't at all remind me of uh, When You Walk in the Room by The Searchers. Uh, it doesn't remind me of Heaven by Brian Adams. No, it doesn't uh, remind me of any of those. It's all like a lesser kind of weird Mm-mm. Republican version of those songs. But I think, too, maybe, you know, and just to disclose to y'all in full transparency, Caroline and I did get the vaccine. And oh, no. we did remain. Pray for you. I, I think it's going to be fine. I, I think we're good. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment, but I, I think we're, we're going to be okay. Well, if the three of us all get stuck here in the tribulation with the mark of the beast, we can help each other try to forage for bread. And, and it's just, at least we'll have each other. Just gray yeah, yeah. flying up to the sky, like without us. <laughs> he doesn't have <laughs> J&J pumping through his veins. And he'll be able to intercede for us in heaven up there. You know. Yeah, so totally. Cool. I mean, I might maybe we could be in sort of a room with a like a steel ceiling or something, <laughs> so I could at least stick around for a bit just to sure. tell you all what you've done wrong. But I just really, I'm just worried that people just rushed to get this thing, mm-hmm. and then you know, you just don't know what's in it, and uh, you know, that th- nobody knows what's in it. That's the thing. So, what were you going to say? You did go well, ahead w- and you got the five G. I was going to say after a what? long socially distanced <laughs> year and. and and wearing masks and stuff the sentiment of saying to jesus like i know you're there but come a little closer i guess i could lock into that i kind of want everyone to come a little closer right now when you should have been doing that all year kev yeah you could have been you really could have been you know what i really liked about the song is that he he made you think that a beat was about to kick in like here it comes and then it doesn't and so you're kind of holding on it's sort of teasing you a little bit it's building the tension it's sort of a musical edging hallie maybe that's how we could put it never heard of it is that what that's called that's so cool i like that yeah like when you're standing on the edge of a cliff oh that's so great yeah, but you know, um, you don't need to socially distance with Jesus, guys. And that's what I'm worried that you did all year. And I'm just really praying for you because, you know, man, as soon okay. as you start to do that, and I heard just you, you guessed they're a bit dumb on, on the first part of this podcast, but what they were saying is even, you know, people leaving the church after this year, I just think is crazy. That's so callous. Because, you know, you distance from Jesus it's and then so look, look, look what happens. It's so sad. Look what happens. It's so sad. Um, 
Well, yeah, you know, everyone's like got to be a lot of reasons. Make their choices and do what's best for them. I, oh, do they I though? Suppose. How about they do what's best for God? Because what's best for God is what's best for you, Kev. Oh, okay. I had a question about the song. Um, yeah. So oh, Car- Carolyn's got a I, question. I was thinking, you know, I don't want to uh, be disrespectful or anything, but, you know, sometimes with songs like these, I wonder why we need to beg so hard for God to be with us um, when God says that he will always be with us Mm. or that the spirit is always with us. Or if this were, you know, like any other relationship, like even the relationship you have maybe with like your spouse or your really good friend and you're close and you trust each other, why would you need to beg that person to be with you? You know, if that was a really good, functional, healthy, not um, manipulative or codependent relationship. You know, I agree with you, Caroline, because, you know, the Bible tells us that God is not only omnipotent, um, you know, omnipotent, he's totally powerful, but also that he's omnipresent. And so we know that that means that he's here all the time. He couldn't go anywhere if he even tried. So it is true. Like, hey, come a little closer. Get over here. Get in these arms of mine. Oh, oh uh, stay a little Hallie's bit longer. Getting, Hallie's feeling herself right now. Oh, stay a little longer, Jesus. Hallie. Stay a little bit longer. And it's kind of funny to think of his perspective. He's like, well, where would I go? I'm everywhere all the time. I'm you know what I mean? You. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm trying to sing the greatest Christmas song of all time to him, that perfectly romantic song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. It's like, well, Jesus, mm. get over here. Mm. It's snowing. <laughs> the, the snow is piling up out there, and I cut yeah. the brakes on your car, Jesus. Get in here and hold on to me. I got a little cocoa for you, buddy boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you agree with me. Like, it, it's weird. Like, we shouldn't have to beg God in songs like this well, to be uh, with us. Yeah, well, but Caroline, I I think it is truly the most I, like obviously it's not literally sexually explicit but it feels Whoa. sexually explicit in this Whoa. way where it's like oh, I, I feel like we've all been in, in some form or fashion or another and in the heat of passion and, and even in that it's like I can't get close enough to you and it's it's describing oh, like that more of a symbolic yes like, oh, yes wow. yes it's not like where really? are you Lord I'm seeking for you it's like this is so good I just ooh, I feel like I can't get enough baby like yeah, I feel like know. it's more oh, like that okay I've never symbolic. Gray, Gray and Hallie symbolic. disagree, maybe? I don't know. Well, I just have never experienced anything like that when I'm dating me. someone, but I'm really busy right now, so I don't really date. Oh, are you but- single, Gray? Um, well, actually, right now, I'm engaged. He's uh, got a girlfriend named Buka DeBeppo. Becky oh, DeBeppo congrats. And, Where'd yeah, you meet her? Only cannoli. Uh, okay, we met on ChristianFriendFinder.com, which okay. is an awesome w- website, and um, that was great. And we haven't met in person yet, but she's saying we're engaged. I'm saying we're not, but she's over 30, so I'm kind of going along with it. But oh, I guess what okay. I'm saying is, right. you know, I haven't really experienced that Caroline because... Are you married, Caroline? I am, yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm a, okay, a bit surprised. Did she because, seem you know, not married, Gray? <laughs> well, you know, surprise. when you're saying... Well, too y- mouthy? Yeah, well, yeah, a, a bit. But, you know, when it comes to, like, you know, you saying, like, oh, you don't need to beg, you know, the person to stay or whatever, I'm kind of going, okay, well, how's your husband feel about that when he leaves, you know, to go to work or whatever? And you're not going, hey, please stay. Uh, I really love you. And, you know, kiss, kiss and all that. Oh, maybe you think it could be hurting him. Right. It could really hurt his feelings. So that's, you know, when I play this song for my youth, I'm like, 
hey, you guys are all into each other all the time and everybody's flirting. How about you how about you think of Christ this way because that's how much he loves you. You know what I mean? But you know what, Kevin? You really made me think something. Uh, you know, in the way that we are to take the Bible very literally because every word of the Bible is God-breathed, maybe it, there is some artistic license that these Christian artists can take and they can actually use symbolism in their songs. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's definitely what's what's happening here. And even watching the music video uh, with this man who I would describe as uh, giving me bis- big Chris Angel energy in the music video, like it does feel <laughs> like a sexual romantic relationship, just in the sense I of love. the longing and the yearning. And in so many of these worship songs are like about almost arriving, but not yet, like truly edging and just like come a little closer. I just want a little bit more of you. It seems to be part and parcel with that stuff now kevin Mm -hmm. now may i ask and tell me if this is too personal a question are you in a godly marriage no, I, I'm single. No, I'm, I'm okay, not married. Okay, see, really? see that, okay. I, they, I think that's why. Is that surprising, <laughs> Gray? What? I just, I mean, you're you're a bit old. I, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just really. Okay, yeah, the, wow, that's crazy. He's almost past for... childbearing years. Hey, come on, Caroline, you too? <laughs> you know what, I'm sorry, Kevin... I'm sorry, I shouldn't Oh, he on. should try to get on the TV. Gray's oh. going to be on a TV show, and we could try to get Kevin on that TV oh, show. Oh, you'd be perfect for this. Have you guys heard about God House? No, no, I haven't heard of it. Do you want to be on TV, we'll Kev? It, oh. is a, it is a reality show where they put 12 Christian singles, uh, 12 guys, 12 ladies on an island together. And if you're not married and expecting by the time you leave, then you don't win a million dollars. And expecting. Yeah. And you have 30 days to get married. 30 days and, yeah, and to conceive. And, and I've, I've gotten you know contacted by Solid Rock Productions of Burbank, California. It's saying I'm in one of the finalists, but maybe you should try to get in there oh, because congrats. I think it would be awesome. It would be a perfect place. <laughs> And you your, would totally work, Kev, because the women, they have to be classically beautiful uh, in a modern sense. And for the men to what get in, you mean? have to. <laughs> well, it means that you have to look like the bachelorette. And um, and for men awesome. to get into God house, the only requirement is uh, it's it's three things that you are you are a Christian and handsome or a Christian and um, cut. Yeah, and I'm uh, luckily I'm both, so it's awesome that I or all, all three. <laughs> oh, and I could get you. I could probably get you ripped by then. Okay, well oh. I did just recently sustain a back injury while bowling. Um, but oh, I'm sorry. hopefully I will be able oh, yeah. to start pumping iron again pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could get him the get application process because this place is legit. It's in Burbank, California. Yeah, I just it. can't believe oh, you're not married by. yet. Wow. I well, think that I... doesn't work either. Christian Friend Finder could be an option for Yeah, Kev. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but... we don't need to make the podcast all about this, Caroline, do we? <laughs> oh, no, well, I was just Kevin... thinking we're, we're all throwing out ideas. I mean, you could throw out ideas if you have any. I think I, think I could just, you know, some solve say, your problem. you know, uh, the Apostle Paul, he was content in his singleness. Maybe I'm like, Paul, okay, no, that's not good either. I can uh, tell you God didn't like that, probably. <laughs> you know what, Kevin? I was just reading in um, Ephesians this week about the uh, Apostle Paul, and I noticed something that I never realized before. Did Have you ever read the verse that God actually, God, the divine creator of the mm-hmm. universe, he, he up to six different times in the, in the Bible, um, he wields um, the powers of darkness. He's actually in charge. Lucifer himself, the um, you know, dark lord of Satan, mm-hmm. of, of, mm-hmm. of hell, and all of his demons, you know, fallen angels, they all report to God. So for instance, at the beginning of Job, you know, the book of Job, oh, yeah. Satan's there having a conversation with God. They have check-ins, you know? 
know? Well, I just noticed in the New Testament, never knew this about Paul because, well, speaking of hands, I've always thought Paul struggled with, you know, maybe, uh, you know, the thing that we don't want boys to do when they reach adolescence, you know, the thing when you're by yourself and, you know, you should use a loofah. Half my freshman class is blind. You you think the thorn in Paul's side was (laughs) jacking off too much? Well, that's what I always assumed, but you know, I just found a new thing in the scripture. Did you know that God himself sent an evil spirit to Paul to, and I quote, keep him humble? And that's a really chilling thought. It's very chilling because he did it with Judas too. You know, God would a lot of times put evil demons into people and then they would, you know, betray Christ and hang themselves and stuff like that. But Uh Kevin... Uh, you know, it, the Bible says that God sent an evil spirit to Paul to, quote, keep him humble. Uh-huh. And honestly, you're so good looking. You might have, you know, God himself may have given you a little evil demon to keep you humble. He needed to slow him down is what you're saying. Yeah, like so, otherwise it would have been a runaway train. Wait, what so is I'm, the demon, though, in my case? Well, I just want to tell you that Dexter. as soon as I heard you say the as soon as I heard you say the words sexually explicit, that uh-huh. the song felt sexually explicit. I didn't want to assume anything, but right then I knew that you weren't married because that longing you describe, the yearning you describe, well, that is really only experienced outside of marriage. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's how I knew you weren't in a godly marriage. Because once you can have it, you know, it does kind of be like, well, I could go in with my husband, Lance Labonte, into the bedroom and turn out the lights, but I also do have some leftover cheesecake. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, a real Ooh. Sophie's choice in terms of pleasure uh, in a domestic uh, person's life. Oh, gosh. I, I, no disrespect to Hallie, but I just don't think that's also the case. You know, I'm also a married woman. Oh. I have experienced in marriage as well. And um, yeah, I, you know, I, you have maybe Kevin Longing? longing? Do you have yearning and longing for your husband? Um, yeah, you know, every once in a while. And I think that's fine. And and to me, that's, let me get back to also another theme that I've been thinking about. And I think that's an appropriate place to feel that. But sometimes I get a little disturbed by the romantic connotations that people have with God. Because to me, that just seems ripe for abuse, you know, or what do you mean? Like what? Whoa. Well, Gray you, and Hallie both recoiled on the call like you just smacked them across the face. I know. And, you know, and Caroline, I want you to finish this point for sure. But I just want to ask you before you do, are you sure this isn't something for like ribcast when the ladies are kind of talking about lady stuff? And because I just want to make sure Kevin and I kind of, you know, we still want to keep the sort of the guy, the positive guy energy. We want to in be for, included. And so, so long positive. women right. have not been so, inclusive of men. Well, then, I mean, let's take Brandon, for example. This is a man, and in this song that we've all talked about, you know, feeling a certain kind of way, listening to it, about sort of the romantic feelings of that. And I just, I sometimes wonder why we are cool with having these, like, kind of romantic feelings when it comes to God, when I don't think that's appropriate. You know, if we're also Mm. talking about God the Father, isn't that incestuous? If we're talking about God as a friend, isn't that then no longer a friendship? That's a romantic relationship. Like, we don't have any comparable relationship, at least on Earth, I guess, that we we could compare this to and it just doesn't seem appropriate i think that's a great point and you've totally won me over because wow that's a compelling argument good job caroline (laughs) 
And you know what, Caroline? I want to tell you something. I don't want you to beat yourself up for feeling attracted to your husband and being aroused by him. Because honestly, it's... (laughs) Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) Because honestly, Caroline, don't beat yourself up for really wanting him in that way. Because, um, you know, the creation story tells us that that's your curse. Honestly, it's the curse of Eve (laughs) is that your desire will be for the man and children. So uh, uh, wanting your husband and children are the female curse. Oh, then to that I say curse away, God. Curse you know, away. I, I just don't know if that's bad. Wait, but if that she's enjoying it, is it a curse? My gosh. Oh, know, yeah. You know, We're in a little bit of a catch-22 right and here. And see, yeah, now Hallie on. starts her deconstruction on the GCF <laughs> Hallie, I mean, honestly, if you want to have more conversations like that, maybe this is where Ribcast happens, wow. you know? Yeah. Wow. The meeting of our my secular mind, you know, and, and your faithful one, we can, we can find somewhere in the middle. Oh. Caroline, I kind of think of you like one of my teens who's coming to me and you're saying, hey, may, I, I, I'm, I'm so confused, you know, maybe God is this, maybe God's that, is he my friend, is, is he my daddy, is he my this, is he my that? And what I would tell you is, hey, maybe stop with all the questions and listen, because we know that God appears in the silences. Mm. And I really mm. just want to encourage you that just the more you ask questions, probably the more, more confused you're going to get. So mm. what I'll just, you know, and, and that's just kind of a problem. So, so Gray, right you now, don't want me to ask questions? Well, you know, I, I, to, to a point. That's not a good idea. You know, definitely ask questions, but ask them quietly. And well, You didn't and, seem and, to like and, that and, question and, you just asked, Caroline. <laughs> oh. oh, no. You know, I would ask you not to ask questions of me specifically, but what I would say is, you know, you can ask questions. That's great. We love it when people ask questions and really question their faith, but okay, do cool. it awesome. in a way where, where you have kind of an answer laid out that it that seems, or at least have someone close by that's got a better answer than you do. And you Caroline, okay. I just oh, want to... I just want to tell you that I heard you um, describe your brain, your beautiful, bright brain, um, your lady brain. I heard you describe it as a secular mind. And I want you to know that though that grieves the heart of God, um, it's also why Jesus hung on the cross. And so, you know what? That could be the crux, speaking of crosses, that could be the cross, that could be the crux of of our pod, um, Caroline, um, Rib Fest, or what are we calling it? Yeah, Rib Fest. Rib fest. Um, fest. Uh, feels like Doughboy's territory now. (laughs) Because we're both just a couple of ribs pulled out of the side of a gentleman. Um, I uh, I think the crux of Rib Fest, Caroline, could be, here's the secular mind, and then here's me with my evangelical mind. And uh, by the end of the podcast, season one or season two, who knows, we'll have to leave them hanging. I'm going to fully convert you over to having a full-blown... Um, you know, a, 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 a critically thinking because to be a, to take the Bible literally is not um, is not intellectual suicide, and you'll learn that over the course of Rib Fest as you and me, a couple of ribs, just start going at it. And then you oh, know, yeah. the dichotomy can be instead of like left brain, right brain, it can be like right brain, wrong brain. Maybe. Oh, oh I see, love this that. is why you're the executive producer. Okay. And you know what? I think we should have this um this sort of sensual song that we're talking about here today. That could be our opener, Caroline. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I I mean, there is part of me, Hallie, that's like, wow, don't change me. You don't know me. You don't know where I've been through. You don't know how smart I am. You don't know all the thought I've put into this process. You don't know how hard it's been. But another part of me is just dying to get back to church. 
know? Caroline, it doesn't matter oh, who you are, Holy where Spirit. you've been, what you've been through. Uh, as long as you love God. Who you've slept. As long as you love God, Christ, Jesus specifically. I mean, I'm telling you, none of those things matter. You are a blank canvas as soon as you step he into. He loves you so much, Caroline. I'm oh going to start God. crying. Oh. He wants you to come <laughs> a little closer. He wants too. you to stay yes. a little longer. Guys, I feel like I'm ready. Wow. I feel like I'm ready. This is not I, where I, I thought know. this would go. I've been this too is- snarky. I've been too mean. I've been too disrespectful of what has been sacred. And um, I just feel like I need him to come a little closer. I want him to stay a little longer yes, in me. Oh, this is Pull amazing. him inside of you. He wants to be inside you, girl. I just, the whole reason this had to happen is I was just stubborn, you know, oh. and I was asking too many questions. Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, Kevin, Guys, join us. Kevin, come back so to faithful. church. Kevin, it is time. Okay. Jesus is waiting. I'm he is here. Not that other church, not the one you've been going to. Okay. I don't know about that one. We'll have to talk with Hallie and Gray about it, but come back to our church. Yeah, that's clearly not working for you, Kevin, because you're still single. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, obviously that church hasn't been working for you. I don't you, love being talked so. to like this, but maybe that's part of my toxicity is I'm still attracted to you It's because people. you're res- resistant to God. Yes, exactly. Oh, gosh. Just after you, ha- after you spend 30 days in the God house, Kevin, I think you're going to be singing a new tune, and I think it's going to be about coming closer and holding on longer. Oh, I can't wait. Wow. Okay. Uh, God house, executive producing rib fest and there was a third thing i guess i'm going to y'all's church now um oh in uh, the tv amazing. show where do y'all oh, oh t- yeah god house yeah god yeah. house yeah. oh that's god house oh yeah that's okay. wait uh where do y'all attend in la i guess we should meet there this week oh oh, oh when yeah. we're in la we go see a mosaic yeah, because we, we want to see some slides. oh you're not based oh, yeah. in la i'm sorry I get we're in indy oh, indianapolis right. is like it's exactly like la it's super cool it is kevin it's just like it yeah it's it just like exactly. it well mm-hmm. i mean i i think we've covered this song in full right gang I'm just yes, I think it's great, and I'm just praying for you both. Uh, less for Car- Caroline now because I think she's had an epiphany, and uh, I'm in. Uh, and some some for Kevin. Because, she's moving you know, to a different place now. I know this is so. Oh yeah, you know, move to Indiana. Oh man. Wait, I will. How's COVID? No, I mean, like, what is here in Los Angeles for me except like temptation and honestly, like Kevin dragging me away from Christ? Caroline. Oh. Kevin, I'm sorry. It's true. We're framing it like this. Oh, man. I feel terrible. Oh, gosh. Well, I need a little therapy dog right now. Well, at least come. the good thing is, is that um, I think Caroline's husband is really going to start to benefit um, from this conversation we've all had today. Oh. She's going to start begging him to stay home. She She's going to acknowledge him as the head of the household. He's I will not be embarrassed. No, I will own it. Um, he is my hubby. I should I change my Instagram bio now to wife to wife. Nathan? Jesus Christian lover, wife. wife. I'm a Christian wife. wife. Caroline, it was the narrative all along. Oh my God. That's to- Wait, wife. so this whole podcast has just been one big God moment. If you really think uh, about it. This is such you know? a God thing. I love it. But the it's fact cool. that, um, the fact that you converted, um, uh, converted back from your deconversion or whatever that was, um, I guess it sort of knocked Ribfest out because now you won't be able to, you know, spar with me uh, uh, intellectually while you try to um, give me secular points and I try to give you Christo yeah. points. Well, maybe, you know, Ribfest can just be a celebration of pro-positive Christianity. Israel. I think oh, that's oh, even better. <laughs> okay. I mean, ribs, ribs that aren't in parallel... 
uh, broken. So wow. wow. Okay. Well, there's our tagline. Oh Thank God. you, Gray. All right, <laughs> oh we got goodness. the tagline. Um, I mean, it sounds like we're giving this song a toast all around, a holy toast. toast. We love oh, it. Of course. Of course. How could I give it, less? It's now like an instrumental part of Caroline's faith journey. Uh, Huge. Huge for me. <laughs> and Kevin, yeah. if I might give you a word basket sure. of encouragement, sure. Kevin, oh, oh, yeah. I want you give to know that God has handpicked the perfect person for you, and love is coming down the pike, baby. And That's you are right. such which a pipe? good looking. Uh, uh, well, as soon as you find, as soon as you figure out which um, pipe, you let me know. But um, okay. I just know that um, you're such a good looking guy. And honestly, I want to oh, um, encourage you to to re- you're really going to have to protect yourself. You're going to have to guard your heart because uh-huh. people are going to be throwing themselves at you because you're so handsome. You I got mean, that coloring. Right wow. You hey. you're yeah. Fit it's as not like a LA fiddle. where like Kevin's are a dime a dozen. You oh, know, yeah. Indy is going to be you're going to be huge in indie. I mean, so many people are going to try to make you stumble in the flesh. And if this song told me anything, it's that, you know, you do have a very passionate side, Kevbo. So you're going to really have to be careful not to stumble in the flesh. But yeah, you guys think I would do well in Indianapolis? Oh, you, oh, would, you would clean kill. up. Oh, oh, you would clean up. People would be Absolutely. throwing themselves at you like the palms going down in front of Jesus on the donkey on Palm Sunday. Oh, you're definitely oh, an indie. Yeah. You're an indie eight. I'm a I'm Someone a donkey just... looking for my palms. That's why I put on my hinge. <laughs> that could be your good. new. That, that could be your new. Um, uh, just like Caroline now says, uh, Christ follower and good wife. You can be like I'm just a donkey looking to tramp some palms. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, let's discuss the details after the record, but I think I'm in. I think I'm in. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you can go to at Christian fun pod on Twitter and give this a roast or toast yourself. So, uh, please, I'm pleading with you with all my heart. Get out there. Pokemon go to the polls. Guess what? It grows the economy. Benefits everybody. <laughs> Hurts nobody. Oh, Gray and Hallie are grimacing right now? Oh. I can't stand that guy. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, Gray, Hallie, thank you for joining us on the show. It's been a blast. Um, oh, that was so fun. Was that Trump just then? Who was that? No, that was, oh, um, no, there, uh, that was that was the current president. That was President Joe Biden. Well, our faith oh. president, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Not, Come on. Not a real The side Contested. Yeah. Contested. Okay. Roger. Yeah, we'll see. We'll Caroline, see when we you're get the already result. so conversant in this already. I'm I'm shocked. Power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I mean, he just like flooded me with knowledge. Also, I have realized like I've been using lotion this whole time, and essential oils would be so much better as far as like you know dryness. All issues. the points. So She's hitting that. all the points. Okay, well let's good. let's wrap this up, folks. Let's bring it down. We're dimming the lights. We're lighting the candles and. Gray and Hallie, we're not here to promote ourselves, our own projects. We're, you know, you'll be very good at this. We're here to lift them up to the Lord as a loving, humble Amen. sacrifice. So we'll start as per usual with Caroline. Um, don't follow me. Follow Christ. And oh, she seeds I'm her plugs. Lift up. Uh, obviously, the book I'm really diving into uh, this summer is Ephesians. But oh if you're not gosh. reading right now, a movie I really enjoyed on HBO Max was The Personal History of David Copperfield. Just a very sweet, adorable, fun film. Oh, good wreck. Good All one. right. Uh, I don't know if y'all watch movies, Gray and, and Hallie, but 
you know, there's probably some swears in that, right? I don't know oh, if it, yeah. yeah, yeah, we try to uh, avoid I, that. I think so. yeah. yeah, no, I think but. it's pretty good. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's just like pick up the plugged in edited version or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I like, I, I can deal with violence, but none of the other stuff. Um, you know, uh, I guess, am I plugging something? Oh, now? yeah, it's time for okay. Grand Halley. Okay, well, guys, you can follow Christ. Uh, totally, I'm into that. But also follow me at Hey Greg Hess uh, and at Mega the Podcast and check out our podcast. And then something I'm just really into right now that God has put on my heart that I'm just loving and it's lifting me up and really making me feel positive is clean jerks. I'm not sure if anybody has tried that in the gym, but it's one of the oh. best exercises. It's just a full or squat clean. So those two exercises, I want to give a shout clean out to clean jerks and, clean. and to squat okay. cleans. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Gray. Holly, what say you? You know what? Um, I know it grieves the heart of God, but uh-huh. um, if I, I'd really like to plug Temptation Island because I think it's a it's a way to watch what um, is the result of a do. sinful lifestyle. That's right. Yeah. That's what right. Not to do. And um, I watched it just with a very grieved heart. I was also on the edge of my seat. Um, and um, you can follow me at Holly Laurent. And Mega the Podcast. At Holly Laurent and at Mega the Podcast. Thank you, Holly. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. And I don't know. I feel a little pressure here. I think I'm going to lift up just to fit in Crazy Love by Francis Chan. Beautiful book. A book about living and loving wildly with the passion of God. I just don't want to be excluded here. Um, So, yeah, I'll lift him up. Francis. Just getting and nothing along with uh, following the crowd if the crowd is for Christ. My no, favorite uh, Christian, popular Christian book named after a Van Morrison song. Uh, oh, wow. Moon Dance by John Piper. I did not enjoy as much. Oh, I, I don't like Van Morrison, but I like his new stuff with Eric Clapton. It's really good. Oh, the uh, anti lockdown anthem that they put out oh, recently? It's awesome. Where it's like, stop the lockdown and like Facebook is killing you and yeah, all that stuff classic instant classic good for them okay well you can lift us up at christian fun pod everywhere go to patreon.com slash good christian fun for more good christian fun and you can leave us a review in apple podcast and every review you leave we donate a, ch- a dollar to charity this month's charity is my refuge house which is a nonprofit that works to restore survivors of commercial sexual exploitation and abuse Gray and Hallie, thank you so much for joining us on the it podcast. It was a true treat today. and it was really, a treasure. Thank you guys. Thanks, You've guys. really yeah. changed the whole direction of our show and Caroline's life and our whole thing. Yeah. We didn't think this would this be weekend. we thought we might have more of an influence on you than you had on us, but here we are. So I guess Good thank Christian you. Christian fun is I too anointed to be disappointed. That's right. And now that it's broken, <laughs> Christ can put it back together. That's right. That's I you know that. what? That is kind of beautiful. So that's okay. I am broken. Now, Gray Hallie, new drop. Uh, Gray Hallie, <laughs> is there a Christian song? It can be just like heaven. It can be a different one that you would like us to go out on for this episode. Oh, well. Earlier, I don't know if this was when we were offline or on, but you referenced that one DC Talk song about how they don't like sex. That oh, one is so yes. God-honoring. Okay, what is I, that one called? Yeah, it's called I Don't Want It by DC Talk. I don't want it, oh, okay. Kevin. I want it's this to be your song of the Kevin summer now. so that you don't stumble in the flesh. Okay, here we go. Here you go. Listen up, Kevin. Okay, I should internalize this is what you're saying, Caroline? That's right. As a form of self-protection. Like, actually, I don't even want it. It's fine. (laughs) 
Okay, we'll see you next week on the podcast. We may be very different, but we'll see you next week on the podcast. Goodbye. Love you. It's gonna take a little time for us to see the truth. That was a HeadGum Podcast.